Marketing is about value. This is a very complicated world. It's a very noisy world. And we're not going to get a chance to get people to remember much about us. No company is. And so we have to be really clear on what we want them to know about us. <laughs> hey, Jake. Hello. You all right? Yep, I am. Good. Are you? Yeah, good, good, good. You know, uh, I wrote something down for, for the beginning of this one. You know, they should call us Andre. Because we oh, just hit 3,000. 3, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, I um, like that. It can be. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to make any comments because so far, I've got like quite a long list of comments that I make that are completely incorrect. So in a previous episode, you said that uh, the Twitter rebrand to X reminded you of DMX, and I was like, oh yeah, X gone, give it to you. And I realized, uh, sorry, you said exhibit, and then I said X gone, give it to you, and that's actually DMX. And so that was run completely irrelevant thing. And then there's multiple ones, and I'm like, I'm just going to not make any pop culture <laughs> comments. I didn't even realize because when when we record, like I could have realized and not say anything because I'm nice, but uh, I didn't even realize. So I'm the same. Like uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that. So now another uh, rapper reference uh, for 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 us, but uh, this one I think it's uh, correct. Um, so in this episode, we don't have a guest. We thought we would do a little recap on where we are so far with the with the pod uh this would be episode number what is it it's going to be 12 this is going to be 12 yeah this is going to be 12 and um we tried uh, we made a list of things that we tried to grow the podcast in the last two months and the list is long so we thought we would go through this list in this episode. So if you, it's not just for podcast uh, podcasters. Like if you're trying to grow anything, I think this list is going to be a good one to just get your brain going into yeah. the kind of things you can do to get your first hundred customers, hundred whatever. But if you're thinking about starting a podcast, this is great as well because uh, I think we're, we've got. Go strong list and um, yeah, we'll go f go from there. We might have a couple of uh, topics as well. I want to mention at the end. We'll see how we do with with time. Yep. Um, do you want to add anything to that? No. Oh, good. So, I guess um, to start with the top line numbers, we mentioned we we passed three thousand downloads. We're actually at three and a half now, close to three and a half today. Um, we have a few hundred uh, views on YouTube, which we don't really count. But, you know, I mean, everything all together, we're pretty close to 4,000, to be honest, yeah. already, which is great. Um, I think I saw, I counted the countries in July. We went from, I think it was 33 countries, listeners from 33 countries in June. It went to 56 it's a lot. 56 mm. countries um, where people listened. Uh, the list is long, but it's crazy. Like It's like in places you wouldn't think that there would be someone to listen to us. Um, I don't think we see China. I'll have to check. But Oh, shit. Yeah, I think we're getting about 2 million listeners a week in China, but we just don't see it. 
<laughs> we just don't see it. <laughs> and uh, at the end, the, the split between Apple, Spotify is still pretty much uh, almost 50-50. I think it leans slightly towards Apple now. Yeah. Um, but there is a there's a long tail of uh, listeners again, like from other platforms like Google Podcast, uh, Alexa, so Amazon, um, some unknowns as well, which I'm assuming is like embedded on websites. Like when you do when websites do embed of podcasts, yeah. like we get like random. Web yeah, listens. like we have the pod link. Yeah, you can pod link sharing, and you can listen to it in the pod. I think the most interesting thing for me is that we keep track of all of our stats. I don't know how many podcasts do this, I guess, because we are first and foremost growth and marketing minded. The first thing we did was made sure that we can track as much as possible. And we have some interesting ways of doing that, that maybe we'll share. Uh, But we can see like by day listens by platform, all that kind of stuff. Um, And the thing that I kind of blows me away the most is when we look at downloads per day because it's quite easy to think that you listen to a podcast on the day it comes out or maybe the next day uh, and the mo- always the most recent episode but obviously we get listens every day across all of the all of the 12 episodes the all of the 11 episodes so far um, and we average I'm just looking at the averages now we average 57 listens a day that not that could be across mm. you know anything. Some people are back listening to like the first episode, or some people are listening to the most recent one. But we get we get an average fifty seven a day, which is great. Um, and our retention numbers are super high, it's around fifty percent. So most people listen to at least fifty percent of the podcast, which is great. It's obviously an hour long, so it's quite a big commitment. If we take fifty percent, or if we take forty percent, so low ball, right? If we take forty percent, the average, let's say of those fifty seven listens a day. 40% of people listen it to at the end. That's 23 hours of listening every single day that goes by without us really doing anything, mm. which is um, which is mad to think that every single, yeah. effectively every, you could say that like every hour of the day for the last three months, somewhere in the world, there has been somebody listening to our podcast. Yeah, it's um, it's going well. When we have a big day, we do shoot up in the. We are, we went top three a couple of times already mm. in the on Apple. So I don't know about Spotify because for some reason those like charts they're not really uh, uh, accurate with Spotify. I need to look into it. But on Apple, at least we uh, we shoot up pretty high in the rankings, and we've been consistently in the top thirty or top twenty every day for the last two three weeks. So. Um, yeah, it's pretty pretty insane. Um, so thank you for everyone who listen. I think our our ratio of people listening and following has improved by ten or twenty percent, like percentage point. So it's huge. Uh, so we we'll ask again: if you're listening to this and you haven't followed the show, click on follow right now on Apple or uh, Spotify because it does make a big difference for the discovery part of the podcast and for other people to to find it um now we've on apple we've got more people following than not following which is great we tilt we tilt the balance the other way around there was more people not following and now it's the opposite which is great great. i think we still have 40 percent of listeners who do not follow so those if you're one of those 40 percent who do not follow um please do it takes it will literally take you one second to just do that on your screen right now so 
Um, anyway, you said um, a minute ago that we're getting a listeners every hour of the day, any 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 time of the day, with the average, without doing much. But that's a good segue to actually talking about what we what we are doing, which is actually quite a lot. Yeah, it was a bit untrue when I said without doing much. <laughs> we're actually spending most of our life doing. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, let's get into it. I made three buckets. We'll, we'll go through each of them. We'll see what that uh, gets us. Maybe that that's the full episode. Maybe we'll have time for for some more stuff. Uh, what worked? What's in progress? And what didn't work? What do you want to start with? What worked or what didn't work? Uh, let's start with what didn't work. Okay, that's a small list, so we we can we can go through. Good. And if I missed anything, just uh, you can yeah, yeah. add to it. So, in uh, in podcast land, there is a lot of uh, similarly to apps. Actually, like when you work with an app, there's a lot of companies uh, all over the world that are uh, promising you uh, things for money, and these things could be. Uh, in the case of podcast, listeners and followers. Uh, and those can be on Apple, they could be on Spotify. A lot of actually, it's, it's, it's one thing that is kind of untold in the music industry. Uh, when you're an up-and-coming up artist, you um, you might want to increase your listenership or your numbers to you know make you seem bigger than, than you are. So we tried that. Uh, so with uh, one or two different companies like two different companies one of them we tried to buy followers which was interesting uh, it's very cheap um, we got 100 followers on Spotify in 24 hours um, for I don't know $5 or something like that I think it was $9 the interesting thing about that is like first of all we knew it was going to be bad but as true marketers, we wanted to, to, to test it. So we, we bought them. We jumped from 300 to 400 followers on Spotify, assuming that it might you know, boost our ranking or maybe help the discoverability and stuff. It didn't. And on top of that, what was even weirder is that after a month, so just a few weeks ago, we actually dropped by 100 again. So the 100 we bought, we lost a month later. So it's completely a scam. Uh, definitely do not do it. Whether you're a podcaster, you're a music artist, or you know whatever you do, do not buy followers for Spotify. That doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting. Like it was like the fact that we lost them exactly to the hundred. I was like, what the what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. It's like when you it's, you know it's like the, the you can buy followers on Twitter and it's always a bad idea to do that stuff. Mm. And obviously, we knew that we knew that we weren't going to be buying a hundred engaged followers, but it's just like the beneficial the beneficial um, impact of having that in the algorithms can do something for you on places. Yeah. On the social channels, it can be negative because you don't have the engagement behind it. Yeah. So therefore, it decreases your engagement rate. But in podcast land, obviously, engagement isn't necessarily... Obviously, you've got listens and things, but it's just not that complex. Factor, yeah. yeah. The other thing that we tried, which was on Apple Podcast, where we, uh, this time for free, got 300 listens, which came from, weirdly, not from uh, mobile phones. They came from iTunes. So they were computer-generated listeners on Apple uh, using a desktop machine. So maybe they, it's, a, it's a factory of uh, desktop uh, computers where they just fake a listen to, um, 
to podcast. So that didn't um, go away because we got the listens, but it was completely useless because if the whole point of podcasting, as we know, is to get engaged listeners, give value, and people stick around, and in, you know, in return, bring more people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So if if they're fake, they, they, you know, there's no point. So yeah. um, so that was another fail. Those were our two fails, actually. There's only two. There's a lot of in progress, but those two, we we test we tested them for you. Uh, whoever's listening, do not do that. Yeah, that don't waste work. your money. I mean, we knew they were going to fail. I think don't. we wanted to we wanted to do the test. Exactly. Yeah, the second one was free anyway, so I was like, you know what, you know, fuck it, let's just uh, let's just see. We did even without those three hundred listens, we still hit a uh, hundred growth month on month. Yeah, make sure people know that we the numbers that we talk about, we take out any of the dodgy things that we did like that. So the hundred percent growth and three thousand yeah. listens is all excluding those um, incentives. Yeah, exactly. So that's the first bucket. The things that didn't work. Let's uh, let's go through the things that worked, and then we can finish off with the things in progress. Well, the first thing is kind of the obvious one. We, we're sure we spoke about this before, but we have been consistently posting uh, with um, sometimes uh, sweat and tears uh, on Tuesday morning uh, for the last uh, <laughs> eleven weeks. And uh, what you don't see in a in a background is that. Jake is uh, working really hard to get <laughs> to get the episode done <laughs> and send it to me on the on the Monday night at eleven o'clock p.m. <laughs> and then I, I and then I scramble to like <laughs> make everything to make sure that everything's ready for Tuesday morning seven a.m. for all of you uh, that's li- are listening right now. So that's the first thing that we've, we're doing: consistently posting, and we build. Uh, an habit, I guess. We're starting to build an habit with yeah. uh, with everyone that on Tuesday morning you get your new dose of in growth we trust. Well, I'm building the wrong <laughs> habit. The habit I'm building is we do the recording, I forget about it until... Well, I don't forget about it, but I don't start the edit until like 24 hours before it needs to go live and I forget that it takes... A l- People will probably be surprised because they probably hopefully not listen to us thinking it's shit quality or editing. But to edit an hour and 40 minutes of video and audio down into an hour minute podcast and supporting video takes a long time. And every single week I forget how long it takes. So I normally start it on yeah. uh, the, like this, maybe the Sunday evening and I'll still mm. be, and then I obviously do work on Monday. So I can't do it on Monday. And then from Monday at like 6 PM until sometimes 11 p.m. I'm still <laughs> scrabbling around trying to get it done. So what I'm promising myself now, after we've done these 12 episodes, we've done this recap, I'm going to have them finished by Thursday on the week of recording. Wow. Game changer for me. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. It's funny because if you listen to the first one, we said we'll do no editing or very minimal editing. <laughs> It'll be really quick. And then... <laughs> 11 12 weeks in you're doing the most uh, the most editing <laughs> i mean it's crazy. it is fun because like... i do i do quite enjoy it but some of the things like i have to edit out every time you switch on and off your microphone i have to edit that out oh shit tell me <laughs> I, I won't do it again yeah yeah because yeah, okay, okay. when you when you that. click it again those kind of things you need to tell me straight away i know but i don't want to i don't want to spoil your flow of presenting 
So that's the first one. The second thing, so now we get into the, the nitty-gritty. We Something that's worked really well, especially if you have like a, a little bit of an audience, you don't need that much, but like a lot of people have at least a thousand connections on LinkedIn. Like mm. it's pretty easy to get to a thousand. You know, you just add, add a bunch of people in your field uh, for like 10 days straight and you should be able to get to a thousand pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we started to do LinkedIn auto DMs. So if you go... Uh, a message from us and then a reply. The reply was legit, but the first message was probably uh, automatic. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that got you to listening to this, amazing. That means it, it worked a little bit. But we found some tools um, like uh, Lemlist, that French tool, um, and the ones that you you told me, Wallaxi. Mm-hmm. Those two tools have free trials where you can set up uh, auto DMs to your connections. So that's what the audience is important. If you already have a thousand, two thousand, you know, four thousand followers on LinkedIn, you can DM all of them. And in the time of the trial, you probably can DM all of them without exhausting the trial. So, so we did that. That's still running for a little bit. I think we're going to run out of uh, time at some point. Um, we're lucky because I've got almost 12,000. So we're still running into like tapping into those every day. Um, but that's worked really well because the response rate on these, uh, what was yours? Do you know from, do you remember how many people reply to you to that DM on average? 40% or something high. Yes. It's it's mad. It's almost half of the people, right? Almost half of the people reply saying like, I'll definitely listen. Thank you very much. Like, you know, thank you for sharing with me. And the thing that I make sure I do, and I think you do too, is that I reply to every single one that replied with a thank you with, Mm -hmm something uh a little bit personal when i know them more some people i don't really know them but you know i i I still reply and um yeah that has been going very well so i definitely recommend that that's free as well to do just find uh those tools that we mentioned lemlist wallaxi there's probably others auto dm your linkedin audience that's great that works a charm and i think the thing is don't be don't be like put off by not wanting to put yourself out there to people i think that's a big one of the biggest things i've learned really and we've mentioned this before with markers and stuff about starting starting putting content out there like you have a linkedin audience that doesn't it's not even like an audience we're not saying they have to be followers they're just connections you can dm your connections you don't have to have like loads of followers yeah um but just use them because they're people that you can have that one-to-one contact with some of them might be recruiters, whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, there's still people that have wanted to connect with you at some point. Um, and you shouldn't really be embarrassed yeah. about talking about talking about what this stuff at work. You know, we talk about it at work all the time in meetings at Hex. Like, it always comes up. Everyone knows that I, I do this. And it, at first I was like, oh, it's a bit embarrassing. But it's not embarrassing. You know, it's, this is, um, you just got, you just got, you just got to do it. And just use your networks. And even if it's your, your phone contact book, your uh, work slack group your um discord groups that you're in your twitter your facebook your instagram all of those things if you add up all of those people together that you could potentially get in in front of that's like your first thousand listeners right there which is exactly what it has been for us another tip with if you're doing a lot of linkedin posting is you can make your profile a landing page for your product or for in our case for the podcast so if you go to um if you go to my LinkedIn profile, for instance, I spent last weekend really optimizing it. So the banner calls out 
the podcast in my header banner. It has a QR code in there that takes you to the podcast if someone's looking at my profile on a laptop or a computer. Then um, I have in my featured section, I have three featured links. One goes to the latest article. Uh, sorry, one goes to the latest episode of the podcast. One goes to the newsletter subscription and one goes to some other stuff that we're doing. So you just make sure that if you're putting content out there and someone clicks you to your profile, your profile is a landing page for your product or for your podcast or your newsletter or anything like that. Super easy to do and it's free. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I started to do that as well. I think I saw yours and then I updated mine. Uh, I haven't updated my banner yet, but I think I like the idea of the QR code embedded in it as well exactly and you mentioned slack i think slack is the the other one it's less obvious because you can't auto dm slack uh people on slack that is not if it's not your slack but you can manually um dm people within a slack one by one so that's definitely something that i would say maybe is more like in progress for us we've done a little bit of it you can you can you can go fast with a nice message that you copy paste and it can go pretty fast. The response rate is not as good as LinkedIn, definitely mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. People reply, but it's not. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that are inactive on on uh, slacks in general. You know, like slacks yeah. about marketing, slacks about products, like slacks about growth. Um, that's that. It, it, it's interesting because looking at. Uh, other people's slack and being in it you realize how many um inactive accounts are in there like it's it's really out it, it goes back to like the, how hard it is to build a community mm. there's a lot of uh, a lot of inactives but we've been doing that i think you've been doing more than than me i've been pretty bad at, uh, at, at doing this consistently yeah it's quite manual you have to just set aside like your evening to just sit there and do it but it's um it does work. The easiest, or not the easiest, but the best ones you can find. If you can find a group that's recently opened, so if you've got, if there's mm-hmm. like a recruiter, it's quite a common thing that recruiters do now where they create a Slack group of all like the CMOs or potential CMOs in the network. If you can find one that has recently opened, then as people are going through the intro, because all these things have an intro thread, so introduce yourself. Um, like the day that someone intros or even like the hour, you just drop them a DM and then say, uh, because you because you're manually doing it, yeah. you you have to accept it's going to take time, so you can make it more personal. So I've DM people um, that I've seen come into the groups. So I mean, that I use their product or that we live roughly in the same area, all that kind of stuff, um, and that works. It does work really. It does work really well. The tricky thing is finding the groups, but there's tons out there. So once you get on a roll, you should be able to find them. So that's another one. We moving on to the next one. We have been organically posting on LinkedIn every week and the guests as well um so i guess that's two in one this one is like when you when you put when you put content out there you like you said you you shouldn't be shy in promoting it so there's at least one post from each of us that goes out every week plus the guest uh-huh. We make sure we keep in touch with the guests. We provide uh, links, uh, photos, some clips now sometimes. And we don't, you know, push it too hard, but we ask nicely. And usually the guest wants their content to be seen as well. So we um, we definitely get an influx of new listeners each week when our guests post about it. So that's that's been that's been great. Um We've been op- automating some of the clips that we're doing as well. Uh, so it all starts from TikTok. We've got a TikTok account. 
Um, if you want to find it, type in Growth We Trust, you'll, f- you'll find it. And uh, from that, it gets posted on Reels, which we have a Instagram account. It gets posted, posted on, t- on Twitter or X now. Um, and we kind of use those clips. Like I know I, I retweet or re- reshare the Reels on my account as well. Like it, it creates like a nice loop where the content gets available for us to reuse if we want to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, on those accounts, which is uh, which is nice, and with and YouTube for the full video effect. If you if you're watching this, you know you know what it's like. But um, yeah, all of this definitely helps. Not crazy numbers, but I think I definitely think we drive uh, new listeners every week by doing that. Yeah, definitely, especially on LinkedIn, because the more and more you post on LinkedIn, the more the bigger your reach gets. And mine consistently, I went you know haven't posted anything religiously on there for like a long time i'm on there all all the time but before we started doing this i wasn't posting like making sure i post at least two times a week now i do and literally i'm just looking now at my top all my posts over the past two months every single post increases the number of impressions i get so it's just a it's just a numbers game and you know when we like that i put out something yesterday which is similar to what we're talking about now like growth tips or a podcast and that's got over 3000 impressions and that's in the feed of 3000 people that um, could potentially become a listener to yeah. the podcast. So it's, um, it's super important. I feel like less, I can, I have more in, I, I'm more invested in posting on um, LinkedIn and to some extent TikTok because I do somehow seem to get pretty good reach on TikTok. On Twitter, I find it a challenge. I, I like mm. Twitter, but the engagement is, I don't, I don't see the engagement as, yeah. as much on Twitter. It's harsh. Yeah, it's harsh. The whole organic posting and distribution is the, that's the, that's a long game. We just need to keep going at it and it'll, it'll snowball over time. Yeah, definitely. I don't think if you, if you are starting anything, not just a podcast, if you're starting anything and you, you start, like we've got clients at Hex that we, they start their business and we run social for them as well as all the other stuff that we do. And in Cody's words, it's just literally to, build, to start building some gravity, but you can't expect that you're going to grow anything just by posting about it like once a day or even 10 times a day on, on any social channel. You have to do more manual things like this, like the Slack thing that we've just spoken about or the LinkedIn DMing. Mm. It's some people, some people make one post and it goes viral, but realistically, you're not going to grow what you're trying to grow if you're just using organic social media. It's true. Yeah, I think it works. All of the things we're mentioning kind of work. To, they work together. Moving on to the next one, we mentioned it to a couple of people, and they're always their eyes always like opened up, like, "Oh my gosh, this is crazy." Let's talk about the App Store hack. <laughs> I did before I came to France. Yes, love it. And definitely something that we're going to do. We're going to do when I come back. Like uh, when I come back, every time I have a meeting nearby an Apple store, I'm going to do that. So the context is the Apple podcast platform really rates the amount of followers you get to the show, to the podcast. So and obviously reviews too. Reviews, downloads, and um, number of follows. I don't know. I don't know how it came about, but like I was nearby an Apple store. I had like an hour to, to kill and I went to the app store and I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to go into every devices and I'm going to go to Apple podcast and follow the show, press play on the latest, the latest episode. And if I have some times, if no one's looking at me, I'm just going to do a little review. So 
um, on that day, I think it was a Thursday, three, four weeks ago, uh, I actually hit two Apple Store because I happened to be in two different meetings that were next to two Apple Store. And uh, we shoot up in the rankings massively because suddenly we got an extra 30 follow followers on the on the podcast from these devices we got the play so we got the listen on each of those and i left it on play i left you know you put the phone back and you just left i i made sure i turned down the, the volume and like, you should have seen me like i was like you know a, a 35 years old grown man <laughs> like hacking his way through all the devices pretending not to be uh you know obvious and i'm like Zero six obvious. foot three as well so i'm not like i'm not yeah, I'm not the the more petite, petite. Yeah, yeah, the petite customer. Um, so I did that. It, it, so the reason why this works and it's not just the act is because when you do that, you do shoot up in rankings. You, you do you do make your podcast being seen more organically into the marketing ranking. When people, there's a lot of people in marketing that would type marketing podcast to find marketing mm. podcasts, new ones. And secondly. Uh, Especially when you're starting, trust factors, trust signals are very important. So a podcast with zero reviews mm. is never going to be as competitive as a podcast with 10, 20, 50, 100 reviews that are like, you know, 4.9 or whatever, or five stars. So I think that that, that act did those two things. Increased organic um visibility and increase our trust because i was the motherfucker behind like the last five time you know 15 reviews <laughs> we've got a yeah, few more it. in the meantime but it, it definitely uh, kick-started the, the amount of reviews we got uh, i'm not ashamed to say it yeah i mean i think that's an example of a, a perfect growth hack come up with an idea that is gonna work and even if it's super manual just go out there and do it. I think that's a great case study yeah. for, for what, a, what a growth hack is because a lot of people use a growth hacker and they don't really know like, yeah. what that could consist of. What is it? Be. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so far, so now we're sitting at 4.9 out of 5 star rating average and 36 mm. reviews. So we've still got a decent number even before you did it, but we certainly haven't got 3,000 reviews. So if you're listening to this and you haven't reviewed, it would be incredible if you... Uh, if you did, you can write a review if you want, or you can just leave us five stars, and that would be amazingly helpful for us. Especially if any of those uh, tactics are of any use to you, um, please you know return the favor with a, a nice review uh, to the podcast. All right, next one. We've been running um, Facebook ads since almost uh, since maybe the third week. Facebook ads for podcasts. Uh, or incredible because you can actually put the link to the podcast, the deep link into the app, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, into the ad. So every time someone clicks on the ad, they would end up on Apple Podcasts, on the page of your podcast. So it's pretty much a guaranteed listen because if they went all the way through, like seeing the ad, see liking what they see, clicking on it, it's likely that they're going to press play and uh, maybe follow as well. So been running that out of our own uh, pocket. Uh, as you know, we're not making any money out of this. But we've been spending, uh, what, three pounds every day since. So it's about, you know, 100 quid, shy of 100 pounds. 
uh, every month on on ads, and uh, the results have been crazy. I think the average is um, about eight nine percent click through rate, and the cost per link click to Apple Podcast is like ten cents. So it's, nice. it's it's like magic. It's crazy. Like if we were actually start if we were starting to generate revenue from this podcast with sponsors or whatever, I think we should definitely increase that spend and help us uh, get a lot more listens through it. Because also we use a tracking link into this ad so we can see that the Facebook tracking link is generating a shit ton of click off the back of these um, paid ads. So it's not, um, this is actually tracked. It's not just um, guessing. It's just good, like we said in previous episodes, it's just good to test these things at super low budgets to understand that if when it does get to the point when we want to like turn, open the taps and scale, like with everything, right? Whatever marketing you're doing, you want to yeah. be testing stuff always. So you know that like this, this, and this identified tactic at a low level works. Yeah. So when we get some budget in, it's just like, go, 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 execute these channels. This tactic wouldn't work if, we, if it was more expensive uh, because Facebook at a low spend still needs um, a minimum amount of conversions on a daily, weekly basis to be able to optimize towards your goal. And luckily with three pounds every day, we still get 30 clicks, which is way more than a, a campaign on Facebook needs to be able to optimize. Moving on to uh, the last one of the ones that worked, also uh, one for from Cody, so shout out Cody if you're listening. Um, it's podcast SEO. Uh, I think optimizing your, um, yes, big one, optimizing your, uh, keywords, um, not only in the show notes, in the description, but I think on the, in the title, I think the biggest one for us was in the title. Uh, we went from ingrowth, we trust to ingrowth, we trust dot, dot marketing growth and startups as the three keywords that we wanted to show up on. And as we spoke about in a previous episode, podcasting as a ranking technology is a pretty, um, you know, old school, like RSS feed, like really basic uh, tech. So it looked like as soon as we did that, we just uh, rank straight away. There's no, you know, math or review period or whatever algorithm behind it to kind of up weight or down weight podcast based on the downloads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, we, we shared each other screenshots straight away on Spotify. If you type growth or startups or growth marketing, like all these type of keywords, the combination of these three on Spotify, especially we're like number one or number two, like literally one of them is like us, uh, Y Combinator and like, you know, crazy shit. <laughs> That that one feels like we shouldn't talk about it, really, <laughs> because I don't want that many people doing that. But uh, you know what? We're still not big enough that I don't think our, um, our colleagues in uh, marketing uh, podcast land are going to copy us. But if they do, yeah. fine, fair game. We'll uh, just make sure you mention us when you do it. Uh, that's all. That's all we. Uh, that's all we can ask. And that's all testament to the work that you do. After I give you the podcast at eleven o'clock at night, and then you have to try and generate show notes to get it all live. So, props to you for, <laughs> for that one. Thank you, and uh, props to Cody for sharing that one with uh, with us a month or so ago. Because uh, yeah, that one is uh, so easy to do as well. Moving on, 
so we did the one that didn't work. There was a couple dodgy ones. We went through the things that worked. There was quite a few. Uh, now we've got a little list of the things that are in progress. Maybe we can go a bit quicker on, on those ones. But there are th some things that we um, have either started to do or that we're not doing on a very consistent basis that um, that would be great to yeah to improve. The first one being uh, cold emailing. Yeah. That's the last one of the code. That's the Cody's triad. There was like three things that he, he told us. He was like, you need to do podcast SEO, you need to do uh, Facebook ads, and then you need to do cold emailing. And he, sh he shared with me like a screenshot. He was like, cold emailing, like in your niche, I'm, I'm getting 45% open rate, 6% click-through rate. It's fucking amazing. Everyone should do it. And I'm like, this is crazy. Because you would think cold emailing, you'll get, no one will open, you'll end up in spam. People will be annoyed or whatever so like all the wrong reason for not doing cold emailing but uh we tried a little bit to be honest uh because we've got a newsletter if you're not subscribed you should subscribe uh, but this tactic is more for um growing the podcast straight away so you would plug the latest podcast episode into an email make sure that the list that you uh, scrape is uh, in your niche so in our case marketers head of growth um any anyone in marketing depending on the level of seniority um if it's if the email is personal uh, direct and personal like to the point and you're you're giving value we're not trying to sell anything we're trying to make you listen to something that could be valuable to you yeah. when you think about it this way it kind of makes sense that a lot of people would open it and and give a listen uh but we haven't done this very very uh uh, at scale and very consistently so that's that's one of the that's one for the books for the next few weeks few months that we need to to get into yeah i think it's important to make the distinction between if you're doing it if you were doing that to like sell your product we definitely wouldn't recommend that mm. if you're doing it from like a b2c audience then it's a, it's a big no-no but like you said, there's a targeted list of people interested in this topic. And we're just saying like the same way as we would talk to in real life and say, go to a conference with people and say, check out my podcast. I think it's going to be interesting yeah. to you. You're going to learn something from it. It's no different to that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the one I had next was on uh, the Reddit comments. Do you want to take that one? Yeah. So we saw a bit of advice or, or a tactic a few months ago which was a way that some uh the person who gave the advice managed to grow i think it was their newsletter to um to big numbers very quickly and it was doing this reddit method which basically is like distill it all down to this what it is which is quite a simple thing you find a subreddit that is um, in your niche so for us it would be one of the many marketing subreddits you find a popular question or a recent question that someone's asked and you write an incredibly detailed answer to that question. The goal is that you want your answer to be the top the top voted answer on that question. So it's like directly below the first. Um, obviously, you're never going to get above the question. So the best spot to be is that first um, re response below the, the main question. And within there, you make it detailed you make it useful it's obviously relevant it's not a plug for you at all but you somehow put in there a link to your podcast so if someone's asking does anyone know the best way to get started in marketing after university 
we could write a big reply which is like this is how we got into it or this is how i got into it i got a friend who did this that and the other you could take this internship etc but something we'd definitely suggest is also subscribe to some marketing podcast like lenny's podcast mention that and also in growth we trust and then you put a link out to in growth we trust so you're providing like a lot of good value people upvoting it that's getting a lot of eyeballs yeah. and then uh, you get a lot of visibility on your um, on your comments there's it's it's a not a risk but it's like you could spend the time writing an answer out and that question doesn't actually get much visibility you don't get outvoted whatever yeah. but it's just another channel to put some effort into and, and get some visibility i really like that one um it's one that i definitely don't spend enough time on um depending on your niche there, there's going to be more um more or less opportunities to do that in the marketing world uh it's kind of mixed like there's a marketing growth marketing channel with 500 um members which is super super small uh, no one posted for the last three years so it's dead but mm. I've put the latest post as like the plug to the podcast. So that, see, differently to what you just said, you can also make like original posts. And I was like, maybe we could just own the latest post on that channel. So any anytime right, yeah. there's a growth marketer out there that just looking for growth marketing, Reddit, subreddit, we'll see the podcast. Um, but yeah, Reddit is a great source for community, like sub-community and just engaging with it and driving traffic to whatever you do, like a podcast, newsletter, things like that. That's a good segue to the newsletter. So uh, quickly after the first few episodes, we launched our newsletter using uh, Beehive, this new tool. It's like Substack, but in my opinion, or I think both of our opinions better. There's a lot more tools to it to actually grow. There's more like a growth mentality to to the product. And I think their business model, the way you pay is also not... Um, based on how many subscribers you you get it's kind of a set price so as you scale it becomes way cheaper than than using substack who's um taking like a proportional to your to your audience so um that is a uh, still in progress um we managed to grow it to now more than 3000 <laughs> readers subscribers 3,000 or so people that were added to our newsletter where we plug the podcast on the Wednesday morning. So just to be clear, we've got the podcast on Tuesday, we've got the newsletter on Wednesday morning. So then it's a nice like one-two punch uh, during the week where you get uh, content, content spread across two days. And what we saw is out of uh, 3,000 people, only 50 people unsubscribed, which is like nothing, yeah. like peanuts. And out of the ones who were added, the open rate was like 47%, like almost 50%. I was like, I'm sure you were as well. Like, it's, it's insane. I was just like, yeah. I was not expecting that. I was expecting like a thousand of them to unsubscribe. And so, and the click throughs were good too, uh, above 5%. Um, so now it looks like we've got a list of, now it looks like we've got 3,000 people on the newsletter. We're definitely not sending out 3,000 stickers, just so you know. <laughs> now, we should have had that to the what didn't work. Uh, okay, right. If we can talk about that. Okay, that's a good, it's a good segue. So anyway, that was the newsletter. I think it's a good way to spread the podcast. We have more content in the newsletter, specific content from the guests. We try to have like very specific sections. People seem to really like it. I've got, we get a lot of people replying to the emails every week saying like they got... Um, 
um, a good takeaway from it or they, they wrote something down, which is amazing. Uh, I've got a really nice email. I need to share it with you with uh, someone called uh, Ariette from a, um, a community called Copy Club. Uh, she sent me like a lovely email saying like it's uh, out of all the newsletters, which have a lot of fluff and she gets nothing from. Our one is the one she always end up writing something down uh, because of it. So uh, that was really, that was really, really good. That's why the, also the newsletter exists. Like it, it kind of further the connection with the people listening. It kind of boosts the listens on Wednesday and give you extra insights uh, into growth marketing. So, and it's fun. So definitely yeah, subscribe great. if you're not subscribing to it. And there's a common theme we've spoken about loads on these episodes is, the, you know, like old school things like newsletters are, you know, the, the kind of new way to do things. And definitely, I think you, I think it's hard because you have to, your newsletter has to be giving value. And obviously we're in a niche and with what we're doing, talking to people is we're generating tons of interesting things that we can provide value. If you're listening to this thinking like, how can I create a newsletter for my product or something? I think you can, there are ways you can do it. You just think of how you can add value around in that, in that niche, in that subject area. It's going to be a bit more difficult, but it's, uh, it's definitely worth doing. Make sure, in my opinion, I don't like newsletters that are just long essays because I just don't open those. And that's why we've yeah. tailored ours exactly like this. It's literally, you can read the whole thing in like probably a minute, really. And that's all you need. That's yeah. what you need to do. It, it really depends the the realm of you know in growth we trust and who we are so that's that, that that's great i don't think we're going to go too crazy on the cold emailing for the newsletter we'll probably use that tactic for to plug the podcast and get the listens and use the listeners like you you guys listening right now to then organically make you want to subscribe to the newsletter as a result to less to listening to the podcast and not the other way around yeah um we only have a few minutes left. There's a couple of other things, but maybe we should um, wrap this and do another one of these in a few episodes or in another 10 episodes with the new stuff and packaging everything together again uh, of the things that we've done between now and then. We've got so many things in our backlog of tests and ex yeah. you know, ex more experiments and things that we want to try and features and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff. But one thing I wanted to call out, and I was chatting with a friend um, earlier today, Peter, who's been a big supporter of the podcast from day one, and he uh, sent me a message that was I thought was a pretty cool quote. So he said, I'm yet to listen to the latest episode, but I've got it downloaded. I can't listen to it on runs anymore because I keep having to stop every few kilometers to write notes down because he's uh, a triathlon runner. And he runs every day. So I thought that's great, you know, if we can interrupt someone's training because they got to stop and write something down, that means you're doing something right. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's great. Great, great, great. Shout you mentioned the stickers. Maybe we should end up on that. We said we would send stickers to the first 100 people who uh, subscribe to the um, newsletter. We did get to 300, but no one is sending their address. I got three, we got three addresses. So we can send three stickers, but there is 97 spots left for um, for stickers to be sent. I'm sorry, there's dogs outside barking. So if you're listening all the way to now and you're on the newsletter and you want stickers, know that there are still 97 spots to get stickers from us. So reply to the newsletter with your, your postal address 
and uh, we'll make stickers and send you the first limited edition in Growth We Trust uh, speakers. So yeah, maybe we should end on that because that's something that didn't work or it's not yet working, but we're keen to make it work. So exactly, let's do it. And we don't want to we don't want to get a hundred stickers printed if ninety seven of them are going to be sitting around our bedrooms for the next six months. All right, mate. That was good. I'll get it edited by Thursday. Yeah, you you said it. You said it. Um, yeah, I think that was a uh, yeah, different episode. Lots of takeaways, lots of insights. Hopefully it was useful for everyone listening or watching on YouTube. Even if they're not, um, someone's listening to it and they're not doing like a podcast, there's lots of things, just like ways of thinking about growth that is could be inspirational. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. I think it, it might spark some other ideas from people. Um, yeah, because I think it's better to do. I, I thought it was better to do that than just saying, "Oh, we got three thousand downloads and that's it." Yeah, you know, there's nothing. They can yeah, do exactly. About it. So that's a bit more tactical. Uh, make sure you follow, leave a review, comment on YouTube, all the good stuff, and yeah, see you next week.